everyone, and welcome back to the N-Express Nintendo Podcast, the official Nintendo Podcast of GoombaStomp.com. This week, Cameron is not here with us, but we're still going to go forward, and I'll start by introducing the one and only games editor, indie games editor, I'm sorry, I'm already messing up, Kevin Gill. (laughs) I'm coming for your job, Mark. (laughs) Of course, my first time hosting, and I'm already screwing up. And with us is Sock Puppet City creator, former SpongeBob iPhone game developer, Marty Allen. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. What a call out. Where, where, is, uh, where is Cameron? I was told Cameron would be here. He's just roaming away in the fields right now, frolicking <laughs> in some sunflowers. Thank you for having me. So this week, uh, of course, Cameron misses out on news. I feel like we always miss out on news whenever we're not recording. So this week we have uh, folders came to Switch Online. Or not switch online, just switch in general. And uh, they're folders. You, you had some thoughts, Campbell? <laughs> you know, I think my thoughts are 100% encapsulated by your previous statement. They're folders. Yes, they're folders. You know? And like, I am very glad that they're here, just considering that it's been five years since the Switch came out. And basically from day one, people have been begging for folders. And the thing I think is most miraculous is that in true Nintendo fashion, they took the simplest feature, folders, and still yes. managed to come up with a way to make it just not live up to expectations. <laughs> because like, of course, so the way it works is where folders do exist. You can put up to 200 games in a folder. I think it's great. But mm-hmm. you can't like access your folders from the home screen. You have to yes, go into they... the whole more games uh section way at the end of your home screen which just feels like why is it tucked in way over there it's very odd but the one good thing they did do about this is that you could put multiple games in multiple folders so Mm -hmm, what i mean by that is if you want to do like nintendo first party as one folder and then metroid as another folder you could put dread in both folders which is nice you can literally do it organized by year you could do it by timeline you could do it by genre if there's games that cross over into online or have their own like mario kart with kart racing and then online you could put them in both i think that's really great but it's definitely odd that this doesn't appear on the main menu it's just weird yeah, and the especially weird thing is even when you click on the more games little icon, it's not like you even see your folders. You have to click the, I think the yeah, right shoulder also button odd. to get to show yeah. up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they added it in and didn't want you to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, you know, it's, it's useful. Some people mm-hmm. will find its usage. I already started organizing some of my games. I mean... We've gotten so many codes over the last, you know, almost, what is it, two years now that it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, right. I desperately needed folders. That was, oh, yeah. for me, it's a godsend. Yeah. I can finally just organize my catalog whenever I want to look through yeah. it. The first so, folder wow. I made was literally just called Reviews. You know, so all the indie games game, except for reviews. Game reviewer flex there. I like it. Nice. Yeah, not to brag, but my Switch home screen is just filled with so many games. It's just so yeah. hard to find the game I want. I mean, it's all the actually free games. I actually counted mine for the first time ever, Uh-oh. and I was surprised. I have 115 games on my Switch. Yeah, and I have very, very few aren't downloaded. There's only a few that are archived. I have a oh. lot that are archived. I know it so should be archived. archived. <laughs> yeah, I, my my switch is a constant merry-go-round of archiving <laughs> games. I don't know how you got to get that SD survive. card. I have literally put a two fifty in there. Yeah, yeah, constantly archive. I just refuse to archive Zelda, so it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> of course. You see, when I was going through my icons and making folders and stuff, I saw a few things in my library that I wished I had forgotten about. You know, I, I saw Contra <laughs> sitting in there. Ooh. I saw Aztec Forgotten Gods again, which is just, yeah. you know, these games that I thought, I was like, I thought I had abandoned you. I thought I'd banished you, but now they're still showing up and be like, do you want to put this game in the folder? And it's like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> just you could, forget about it. You could make a folder for those games, mm. like the game's best forgotten folder. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> there, I, there's a good idea. That's a brilliant idea. I'm literally going to pull up my Switch and do that right after <laughs> this. The only, the only thing I wish it told you was that what games you haven't put in a folder. I wish it just told you that because I feel like, like I was looking at it this morning and I was like, there has to be a game on here that I missed. There's like, just, there has to be something on here, but it doesn't tell you. So that's my one outside of not being able to put it on the home screen. Of course, that's my one major gripe with it. Yeah. It's not just like everything that's not in a folder is just floating around. I haven't played with it yet. 
full full disclosure, I have not played with folders, um, though I'm aware of them. But yeah, they're it's not a just little like free floating. No, not really. It's like its own separate menu, like with Campbell said. It's literally, uh, I think right, it, you right, click okay. the the left shoulder on the Switch screen where it's literally every single title that you own if you have more than 12 titles on your Switch, and it's like that huge screen. So that's what it is, which, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, it's a nice little tool, but it's odd that this thing is tucked away. Like Campbell said, it's almost like they don't want you to know about it, which is weird. <laughs> But, yeah. like, I'm happy it's there. We need themes, though, next. That's, like, the big thing. That is thing exactly that what I was going to say. Because, we need like, themes. So, just think about the updates that we've quietly had added to the Switch in the past few system updates. You know, several months ago, we finally got Bluetooth support. Mm-hmm. And then we finally got folders. So, really, those were two of the big major gripes that people have had with the Switch. So, like, if Nintendo's acknowledged those, even after all this time... You know, it feels inevitable that that themes are on the way. I just don't know when. I, my bet is like in four years when the Switch is already, you know, being retired in favor of the Switch Plus new Extreme Edition. <laughs> yeah, so. I wouldn't hold your breath for that. Unfortunately, they uh, they did they did add the um that like weird sort of you got to dig around to find it quests that you can do with platinum coins where if you like try really hard you can yeah the mission rewards yeah icons <laughs> oh i i didn't have to dig around so for nintendo that. i i have proudly displayed my unique mario odyssey icon with a little gold patterned frame around it you know yeah i've won some amazing spoils from those things so no, you think we'll get kirby ones this week oh i didn't even notice I bet, I, we, we I bet we will, actually. Yeah, we are in Kirby Eve, aren't we? Are we good? Yeah. We're close. They We're dropped close. the new uh, Batch of Mario Odyssey ones today. So. Oh, cool. I got to check those yeah. out. If you haven't checked them out, you should check them out. They're just going kingdom by kingdom, which is nice, but they really... I, I don't get why this is timed. I guess that's a whole different subject, but it, it just really shouldn't be timed rewards. Like, I feel like all this should just be on the My Nintendo website. Like, I feel like it would be very convenient if we had everything just consolidated there. I think they're clearly just trying to capitalize on the hype for a five-year-old game like Mario Odyssey. <laughs> that too, <laughs> of course. But speaking of Mario, we got to get into the big stuff because Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, the booster course, is finally here. Wave one of eight, I believe. I think yeah, there's eight. There might be six. Wait, Sounds about right. <laughs> 48 um, courses, one, eight one. each. That's the number I remember. Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the first one came out. Marty, you wrote about it for the website. You did it in a uh, ranking. Of I did. All of the new courses. And so tell me your thoughts about it. Oh, Mario Kart DLC. Well, I mean, first of all, it's a treat to unexpectedly receive it now, you know? I mean, I'm not going to complain about more Mario Kart. I'm a huge Mario Kart fan. Of course. Um, lifelong fan. I've been with the, with the series since uh, the Super Nintendo, the first of all, and I've been there for every iteration um, and always love them and always love more tracks. So, you know, I think that the bottom line is like more tracks is great. Um, I mentioned this in my ranking and I'll sort of just like put this out there. And if they, if, if we want to talk about it, we can, but like, I do think, Oh no, we can, we can full on go through the list. Well, I I, 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 I could go through the list, but the thing that I want to sort of caveat before the list is that like, there's, there's like a big picture takeaway that like, I feel like people should know that these, in my opinion, don't feel quite as polished and fleshed out as the mm-hmm. most of the Mario Kart 8 courses do. And I don't know, like, also, I'm okay with that. Like, the price is right, and I love more Mario Kart courses, and a couple of the courses, maybe even a few of them, I think are actually, like, outstanding and could hold their own, but some of them... Um, lack a little bit of visual fidelity. Some of them are very, very short. But I don't mean that to make people be like, oh, no, this is terrible. Because, like, it's also great. They're great. I I love all of these courses. I love having more Mario Kart courses to race. And, you know, that. so that said, I did rank definitively the (laughs) Mario Kart courses. Um, I don't have my own ranking in front of me. (laughs) I I have it in front of me. But I do want to say, before before we go right into the list, I do want to say I totally agree with you. I don't expect all these maps to be, you know, graphical 
hits because we're getting 48 courses and it's like even even when you're playing i think it looks totally fine like if you stop and take a look at the scenery which who is doing that in mario kart yeah if if you are then <laughs> we gotta have a conversation you're but... playing the wrong game friend <laughs> it's just me it's not I'm even like there's a photo around. mode or anything yeah. you know <laughs> right but right. i think they all look fine i think they all look good I especially i think the tour maps may have a bit of a, the upper hand on some of they the do. other ones that we've seen so far which is yeah. surprising to me but also you know mario kart tour is still being made we don't even know if some of the maps that are coming out in mario kart tour like i know they came out with a new map i think it was today the samurai tour cup or something but they have a new map but i, I wonder if those maps will be in this dlc in the future yeah i wonder too i don't keep up with tour at all do, do you play tour no i <laughs> i occasionally do a news piece or two for like nintendo wire but right, right, right. I, I i can't play it we've yeah. talked no, about I, it on this podcast before but mario kart tour is just it's not for me i i see its I, appeal I, but it's like a gotcha mario kart i can't get into it no i like most nintendo mobile stuff like i played it when it first came out i was like mm, okay and it's not for me but you know but i'm cool with the fact that we're reaping these surprisingly cool courses from it i mean we'll get into it more but i think the other big takeaway for me was that i was surprised that the coolest courses came from tour tour yeah you know um and that's that's pretty cool yeah but you know i want to know where the least favorite tour came from or course i should say toad oh, circuit <laughs> that was my least favorite. starting yep yeah what starting did you think? What did number you think? eight on the list you put toad circuit dead last i completely agree but i yeah. think this one was bound to be dead last if it came to the game either way because it's just a very basic course i actually i think it's the first course you play in mario kart 7 so there's not really remember. anything yeah. to it but it's, it's definitely just... it's one of those first courses that you play and it clearly shows it's very yeah. simple which yeah. is its big problem it's just, it is it's simple it feels i mean i hate to call it like filler but it feels a little bit like filler mm -hmm. and you know it's a place where like you really can see the visuals just not doing much i love seeing a giant inflated toad it's, yes it's not even terrible <laughs> you know like it's fun i mentioned this in my ranking like you can basically power slide your way around that whole course and that's cool but it's like it's mm -hmm. super short and the shortness is definitely like you feel the shortness in a lot of these courses and sometimes that's fine and cool. And like none of these courses have the upgrade that some of the old courses got with Mario Kart 8 that give them like gravity and underwater sections. And also, yeah, we I'm should really kind of okay talk about that. that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that's an aspect that was like, in, that's interesting. And like, in some ways, like I'm cool with it. Like it's fun to return to the series roots. Um, you know, the more cynical side is like, Oh, this is a, like a lazy, like, way for them to throw them into mk8 but in another way like it, it, i think it's kind of nice to hit some of these courses that don't have a ton of stuff on them but this one it really you really feel it it's just it's so simple um there's not a lot to it you're done in a second and you're like oh okay bye toad circuit <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it's interesting Th these i feel like are the fastest tracks in the game mm -hmm. i don't know about mm -hmm. you guys but i've been playing just a ton of the tracks in general online and I feel like all eight of them here just fly by, especially, yeah, sure. you know, well, we're about to talk about it next, but Tokyo Blur, yeah. which you put number seven. I, I feel like this is one of the fastest maps in Mario Kart. I feel like every time I play it, it's literally like a minute. It's, <laughs> like, it's the one that it just feels, flies by. Yeah, it's the one that feels the most mobile. And again, I mentioned this in my ranking that like, you know, I think that we in general as fans had some concerns that like they're pulling from tour so they're going to be pulling so many things from like that will feel very mm. mobile and uh in general i don't think that is too much of a problem but with tokyo blur it kind of is like it feels really short they did a thing to kind of make it feel more varied where it's like this i think the second lap is even different from the first but it's like not mm -hmm. really meaningfully different there's thwomps and then the third lap is like um you're up on a highway or something but yeah it's it is i like, believe all three laps are actually yeah. different yeah i think yeah. that they are but like the second one not meaningfully so and you know it's just like and it and it, it feels you know really like a missed opportunity because like as i i mean i ranked paris highest to spoiler that but like that's a <laughs> you know that is a great example of using a real life 
place and that's a surprising cool thing for mario kart to do uh and so tokyo it just feels like it could have been so cool and i was i was kind of bummed out by the time i got to it um but i'm not like terribly bummed out like it's it's very fast it's a mm-hmm. it's a mario kart course. i do what i do love about these maps and i guess we should talk about it now we're all on the subject of tokyo but how they've taken these real world locations which of course is the the theme of uh, mario kart tour but it's it's weird that like tokyo new york city and all these other locations are just gonna be in like a console mario kart game like i feel like it's very odd but the way that they've stylized it feels very natural yeah no i mean it's a surprisingly cool twist for me and um so is new york a track on tour Yes, I believe New That's York cool. is going to be in uh, one of the future ones. It might have been in the wow. first trailer for the booster course. Wow, that's interesting. I'm ex- I'll be excited to play. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, th- that is one of the surprisingly exciting takeaways from this whole bunch. It's like a very simple idea for something new. It's like instead of racing around throughout the Mushroom Kingdom and the Nintendo world, we're racing around throughout the real world. And that is actually oddly novel to us. <laughs> and like, you know, I, yeah, of it, course. it totally works. It, I, I, I like it. Um, and I do like the look of Tokyo's backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, it, it does look visually somewhat cool. But Yeah, it's funny. I have on my desk um, the Lego architecture of Tokyo, the skyline. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, there's that building. There's that building. <laughs> like, it's just nice to see uh, how they've stylized these real world, real world locations just into the game. It just, it all looks very natural. And I appreciate that I because agree. I thought it was going to be so out of place. Maybe like when we get to New York, since we're both from there, it'll be yeah. a little, you know, weirder, yeah. <laughs> just a little weird. Just yeah. seeing, you know. Like, oh, that's where Jimmy Fallon works. <laughs> Campbell, I don't want to put you on the spot, but are, are you playing as well, or is this just me and Mark Town? You know, this is a moment for Shame. me to make a horrible Shame. confession. <laughs> saying something perhaps blasphemous. Tisk tisk. Yeah, on the Nintendo <laughs> podcast, I do not own Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. No, 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 that's okay. I mean, we've had these conversations before. Wait, you know, wait, like... It seems that I just oh, don't no. own any of the important Switch games <laughs> <laughs> between Animal Crossing and then Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Marty, uh, what's not okay is that two-thirds of us do not own Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <laughs> that is the big... Well, now Cameron owns it, and we'll see what he thinks of it. Right. Obviously, Cameron he's going to say it's good. That's but, uh, I yeah. mean, is it that, like, there's a whole interesting sidebar conversation to have about like how sl- it's, it's a little impenetrable to come to the game later in life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my, my partner and I play video games together a lot, and she, like wants to want to try playing mario kart but then she picks it up and she's like you know these courses too well (laughs) you know it's just it's a little ridiculous like i've been playing them forever they're in my bones so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like not that fun for her but yeah yeah well one that might be in your bones i have to go right into it choco mountain you put it as number six did you play uh mario kart on the n64 Oh yeah, I played them all. Yeah, um, okay. yeah, and I, and I love Chaco Mountain. And Chaco Mountain from from the original announce was, I think, the one that I was probably the most like immediately excited for. Um, I just had a lot of real Chaco Mountain associations, and mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious how you feel about this. I struggled in this like middle tier of the rankings. Chaco Mountain, um, I do think is actually really good, and I think the fact that that's at six bodes pretty well for this DLC. Um, I like the track. Uh, I found it really fun. Um, I like the cave part. I like the jump. Um, you know, I haven't played the actual N64 version for a long time, but I have like sort of a, that in my bones memory of it, and so I I can like sense somehow that they have done some kind of a funky little truncation. Do you? Do you know the yeah, so I actually, you know this? yeah, yeah, I went back and played it because it's on uh, oh, wow. Switch Online. Okay. Cool, so cool. I did a little comparison. Oh, what a good myself. idea! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And That's such a good idea. for the caves, they added uh, like a crystal effect. So okay. it's now like glowing crystals everywhere and uh-huh. the bats and stuff like that. They just fixed up. It's you know, it's a graphical upgrade, of course. Okay. But um, there's nothing about the track that's been like. You know, there's no big changes to it. There's nothing it's not a little shorter or anything. It feels no, here's shorter. the thing. It feels shorter because Mario Kart's speed has been adjusted over okay. time. It's a more okay. faster game now. Like even the 50cc, and yeah. you know, just the sizing of everything in general because it's different. So I feel like in the original, Chaco Mountain does feel longer, 
Except I think that's really because of just the speed and the drifting and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And also the turns, you know, back on the N64 were a bit smaller and here you have to drift wider. So I feel like they've kind of, it cuts down the time that it takes you to actually complete the course, I feel like, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, that totally makes sense. I was wondering if I was imagining it and that's such a good idea. I have the expansion pack. I could have just played that and i didn't even think of it um uh yeah i mean i i dig it i i i kind of um dinged it a few points for the fact that like i think that is one of the um uglier courses (laughs) just like super brown yeah it could (laughs) especially compared to some of the other mountain maps that we've had in the base game but again like all these maps are good we're just not expecting the uh you know, like a graphical showcase. I mean, I still think Mario Kart 8 is probably one of the best looking Nintendo games like ever made. Yeah, it just looks, looks fantastic. It the it's base awesome. game. It's crazy. Yeah. And it, it's a shame that like the graphics have been downgraded a little bit. Again, 48 tracks. Like, yeah, exactly. how can we complain? It's yeah, it's hard it's to like, complain at that I, point. I know. I felt funny even mentioning it in my list, but I was like, I feel like you have to mention that this is a visual downgrade, but also these tracks are super fun and I don't care. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know, I do um, wish there was more of an effect with the, uh, the boulders falling off the side of the cliff uh-huh, about uh-huh. halfway through the course. I just wish there were more like rocks falling or something a little bit crazier that they added especially yeah. with how fast everyone's going and just, just like a it, it feels like this polish, map yeah. needed a little bit of a modern adjustment. Like I still love it. Chaco mountain is still actually, I would have probably put it even higher on the list if I, was, I wrote it. I, but, yeah, uh, I was, I was close to putting that higher. I was, I was again, having a tricky time with this middle section for sure. Yeah. It's funny. Number five, you put sky garden from uh-huh. the game boy advance and uh-huh. that might actually be one of my least favorites here. I went back and forth on Sky Garden, and here is my case for Sky Garden. I originally, when I wrote this list, I had Sky Garden dead last, and I so I sort of have like my initial impressions from just like playing for fun, and then I did a deeper dive because I knew I was writing this list, and I ended up really enjoying Sky Garden on 200cc, um, which I don't always race on, but when I do. Like I want a track to feel really smooth and like the like the turns are awesome. And I uh, like strongly advocate for trying Sky Garden on 200cc. It's a great course for 200. Um, the turns are awesome. It's also like ridiculously short, but it yes. just feels a little bit better tuned than Toad Circuit. And yeah, I mean, it was really close for me with, with Chaco Mountain because I love Chaco Mountain back in the day and I did really still enjoy it um but something about the totality of sky garden started to really win me over like it's super fast and i i mentioned this in the review i was like i almost wish that they give it an extra lap or something like it's it's just it, it's it's i don't know i liked i liked the turns basically but mm. yeah i hear you that one's that one's did you one's happen to play all the tracks going through like 50 cc 100 cc 150 I didn't do them all. No, I did them. I started on a hundred and then I ratcheted to one fifty and tried them on 200. So I didn't do them on 50 actually. That's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm like a that. fanatic yeah. with this type of stuff, getting the uh-huh, three stars uh-huh. on every Mario Kart course. And I felt like Scar- sky garden just dragged on 50 and a hundred CC. Like even I felt like 150 CC, I felt like it was going just too slow. Yeah. That's interesting. That makes sense. Um, yeah, no, I, I am only fanatical in that, like, I basically try to beat everything first at the highest ratchet it mm-hmm. up. <laughs> that's a cool, that's a cool idea, actually, Mark. I like that to like, because there is, it's, there, like, there is its own skill set to race well at 50cc. That's, that's mm-hmm. very interesting. I've never really thought about that. The one map that's screwed, well, uh, we'll talk about it soon. <laughs> I'll, I'll mention it again. But Sky Garden on uh, the Mirror Course, I feel like that turn just screws me up every single time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brutal. Because, yeah. I mean, I also played it three times beforehand and then went back to it 200cc, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, another good math. It's, I'm not going to argue it, you know? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Number four, you put Mushroom Ridge. I've always loved this one from the Nintendo DS. This has always been it. one of my favorites. I've always loved it, too, and I felt like that maybe was giving me somewhat rose-colored glasses on it. Like, I sort of, like... I go back and forth on it sometimes because like sometimes I'll have really frustrating runs on it because of the um, 
the oncoming traffic and like, you know, the, mm-hmm. or not the oncoming traffic, the traffic that you're r- racing with. Um, but like, cause there are sort of like blind turns and you don't always know like, yeah. Cause coming. the, yeah, the road goes upwards and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But ultimately I just like the turns. Um, it feels good. You can get going really, really fast on it. Um, I have, I do. I have a lot of nostalgia for that particular Mario Kart. So I just like drop into that course and like being there too. So, you know, I was, I was like, am I putting this higher than it deserves to be? I don't know. I like it. (laughs) The only thing that, I don't know, maybe it's my memory messing me up, but I felt like the track had more cars going by in the original. And I feel like there's less obstacles in this new iteration, but again, it could be, you know, different size proportions and stuff like that and different speed. It could just be that. But yeah, I feel like so there's funny. less cars I mean, passing by. Maybe. I, I, yes, I might agree too. But again, like you're trying to figure out how your memory messes with yourself. Like that's like mm-hmm. my memory of Chaco Mountain too. You're like, but was it like that? <laughs> <laughs> my um, favorite yeah. section though is still the tunnel, especially when everyone is caught up to each other because it's just like a nightmare yeah, in that yeah. one tunnel. It's just It's a good track. <laughs> it's yeah, chaos. that's a really good track for multiplayer. Yeah, that's a it's a it's a good track. Yeah. And it's like it's really fun. Like it, it the, these old, some of these older tracks just remind you of how fun Mario Kart always was you know you're like you're like this was really fun before we were going upside down and the tracks were like these gorgeous mm-hmm. escher like works of art and um yeah i don't know i i really i i really enjoyed getting that one back for sure I, all of the next ones i'm i'm like super stoked on honestly yeah especially the next one coconut mall you put oh, it number man. three i love Co- coconut mall, coconut it's, mall it's, it's one of my favorites it's one of my favorites too and i'd forgotten how much i loved coconut mall until i was back in coconut mall and um man as i said in my ranking this mall has aged so well um it has i love it, it. i love this track i used to love this track i still love this track um awesome colors awesome delfino vibes awesome music oh man the mm-hmm. music in this track um it just feels great it still feels great uh the only thing yeah. i wish they kept was with the uh, the escalators because it had like a bumpy feeling in the wii version and i wish yeah. that was still here like i don't you know, I don't care that it's not here, but I feel like it made it more like a mall. It had but a bumpy ag- feeling. Again, it, it makes sense because carts, like, how are you going to get that stuff up an escalator? But yeah. even just, like, you know, the goofiness of it, I just felt I like almost, it was funny. I almost want to say that the escalators were, like, harder to figure out previously or something, too. But I don't I don't know. I can't really remember it right mm-hmm. again. Um, but regardless, like, it's a, it's, it's, it's definitely, like the number one course in my brain that I'm like, this should have been remastered and been in Mario Kart 8. Like yeah. I'm really excited that it's, it's something that I can play again. And I'm, I'm just stoked to be able to race that, that course again. Yeah, yeah. It was this one in Waluigi pinball or just the two that I wanted. Oh yeah. I'm really glad that, this though. one's here. Yeah, Another yeah, odd yeah. thing about this map I noticed is that the Pianta was originally, they had a yellow Pianta in the, um, the logo for the mall, but he's Funny. gone so weird i didn't think of that that's amazing yeah, yeah i don't know why also, they did that but weren't it's there... just, like it's weird but again like i, I don't care but it's yeah, totally. just a I little know. odd like these weird little things yeah and didn't like um didn't the cars used to move like the... yes that too i forgot about that the shy guys that are now in the cars instead of the me's it used to be right. your me's on the wii yeah. And the yeah, cars yeah, yeah. would go back and forth, but now they're still in place. That's really the only thing about this map that they changed that bothers me. I wish the cars yeah. still went back and forth to just create chaos. But I know, I know. I kind of like yeah. like seeing the shy guys just parked there. Like, <laughs> I, like I like shy guys. Just I like seeing them like kicking around. Yeah. But um, at least they could have added like though. you know like the parking spots for them or something. Yeah, just the lines. That would have been inexplicable nice. It's inexplicable and it's strange. Like the first time I like came down off that ramp, I was like, "What are they doing? Just hanging out there." <laughs> Like, I was like, I don't care. I'm back. I'm back in the coconut mall. <laughs> <laughs> just this yeah. map is just, it's so well designed with the inside of the mall. I love that you have the upper floor and the lower floor. And it's it just is. great. It's great. And like, there's not any, like so many of the other courses that they, that they brought back are like, you know, like Sky Garden feels like, like a early version of Cloud Top Cruise or like Toad Circuit feels like an early version of Mario Circuit. Like, and that's great. I love that they have like a lineage of some of these tracks. Um, but like, I don't, I don't know. I'd be curious if you can think of anything. Like I can't think of anything else that feels like Coconut Mall in the modern mix. Like, 
Yeah. Ribbon Road? There's That's also just really, a lot of, you know? um, yeah, I was about to say with Ribbon Road, there's a lot yeah. of, you know, the speed boost that you can get yeah. from the jumps. Yeah. Just Coconut Mall has a lot of that, especially during the the one section where there's like all the pine trees and how you could just yeah. literally just keep jumping. Yeah. I love boop, that boop, part. Boop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. I was, I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Next on the list, you put Ninja Hideway at number two. I would have put this one at number one. This is I, my favorite one. I did I, not expect that. I love it too, man. I mean, it was, I was, and so once again, it was the same thing for me where I was, I was, I was very back and forth on this initially. And then when I did sort of, uh, more of the past that's like okay you're writing a ranked list for this and just kind of drilled them a little bit i i just came away giving paris the edge you know i spoiler i, told, <laughs> I well it's all that's left um and i've already mentioned it <laughs> but, i was just going uh, ahead you spoiled it like three times by now, just as an impartial observer just for all you know. of all of the listeners who are on the edge of their seats wondering <laughs> about my my list that they can pull up on their computers um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean i totally get it i love ninja hideaway 2 i was so surprised by it um you know, whatever. Yeah, I'll talk more about Paris when we get there, I guess. Um, like, I, I I, absolutely love this course, too. I think that in a lot of ways, it has elements that I I hope in some ways are maybe foreshadowing cool new ideas because of its very interesting sense of verticality. There are all these different pathways that are so yeah, fun it's to Yeah, it's really explore. strange. Yeah, it's very strange. It's not like any course we've had before. Um, and it, and, and, um, it makes me want to go back and explore and try other paths and uh, like find different ways. And um, that's a really cool feeling to have in Mario Kart after all these years, that's like such a huge, huge thing that they accomplished just to make me be like, Whoa, I got to get back in there and figure everything out. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the, the reason that it didn't, didn't make number one for me is just like, it's um, I think that the variety is so awesome, but I, I didn't, feel myself like totally click in all the time some of some of the turns are like not totally balanced for me yeah um, again I, th I think another reason with you know with sizing and stuff like that the yeah. ending of this course where you have to make all these sharp turns yeah i feel like it's nearly impossible to do it on 200 cc it, like, it's, it's just really, really hard, difficult especially if you do some of the some of the paths that it feels like it sort of like encourages you to try and then you're like in certain places and you're definitely going to do a trick and then like you tricked and and you and you're messed up like it's so hard mm -hmm. to do a tight turn and i think that maybe with practice you could figure it out but yeah at 200 it's really yeah. difficult i played this and... one online this was one of the first ones i played on oh, 200 funny. cc oh, and man, it was so wow. funny because at the ending everyone just slammed into that wall at the ending just like yeah, going down course. when you have to make that really sharp turn and just everyone either flew off right into the trees yeah, or yeah. just hit the wall. Yeah. 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 It's, it's tricky. Like the ninja itself, it is a tricky <laughs> course, um, but it's really neat. It, it shows a lot of innovation, a lot of thought to the map. And again, just like the fact that there's like these cool vertical stacks and you know, the, the cool surprise that, you've gone through all the verticality and then on the second lap you can hit that above track too it's just, it's just really neat to see it come together and to get to explore um mm -hmm. and it looks good too i have to say like it, like the, that background looks looks really good I yeah i think it. this might be outside of like the part where the chains are dropping with the platforms i think this is the best looking map maybe. yeah i think i agree yes i think i agree yeah now i didn't know this until i read your piece but this is a WarioWare inspired pagoda. Um. Well, I think so because of all of the garlic references. <laughs> oh, like it felt oh, wow. like it I didn't was. Even, yeah, the, like ninjas are. I played a lot of WarioWare, though I haven't played the newest one. Oddly, um, I played just the demo of the newest one, and I was really disappointed. Whole sidebar. That we won't you know what? Now. I'm looking at the image in the screenshot, and Wario's mustache is at the top of the pagoda. Yeah. So the second that I noticed I the garlic, I started that. seeing him <laughs> everywhere else. So I think it is like a weird oh, yeah. reference to Wario, where mm -hmm. um, it's like oddly coded in there. Uh, and I mentioned this in my list, where I was like, "Where are the ninji in here?" But I again, <laughs> am stoked to see shy guys doing anything ever, because like 
Shot guys are great. <laughs> and I'll also add, looking at your article and the screenshot in it, uh, in the banners on the side of the pagoda, it's Wario's mustache. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, it is. Yeah, yeah one Lots of the of characters Wario. from WarioWare is into ninja stuff. I can never remember all of those lovely characters, but I enjoy them. There's like a billion <laughs> of them. Yeah. So. yeah, they're oddly generic, but deeply amusing. The more I look at this pagoda, the more it looks like just a really distorted version of Wario's face. <laughs> yeah, I think you might. Be yeah, right. you know what? You are right. It does look like it has. Yeah, it has teeth. Yeah, it, it has looks teeth. like the opening are, of the course. Right above the mustache, the big garlic icons can also look like eyes if you really think about it. Yeah, that's true. And in like a nose, I see it. Yeah, and I'm I'm wow. into that because uh, Wario is is my my racer of choice <laughs> As wow, he is he always old. wins <laughs> a, a very cultured choice of course <laughs> i keep going with the villager i don't know why oh, just I mean, either I, the villager I, or yoshi i wish the villager was my favorite because i'm such a animal crossing nut but <laughs> i went i started i mean i used to ride uh small characters and i i i started going big characters uh in eight deluxe and i don't know there's, there's no going back <laughs> no going back speaking of no going back your first choice can't take Howdy. this back now paris no promenade. i won't take it back i I, lo I love it <laughs> <laughs> no i love I, it too i was yeah. very surprised though that you put this one at number one. Oh wow okay yeah. um i don't know i mean uh, i i'm i'm happy to debate it i it, i was i was following my gut um i just think that it pound for pound feels like a course that could sit in that whole list of Mario Kart 8 oh courses. definitely you yeah. know like it, it just really feels super well tuned um it's a great map from the get-go you know it's just it's just really fun if the, the 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 turns all feel really good um there are some alternate routes and shortcuts that are like interesting and surprising and um you know it's fast it's really good at i mean as i mentioned i did 100 150 and i liked it on 200 um but then the third lap hits and the third lap mirrors and the mirroring is so surprising and also feels awesome and i just loved i just really loved it and i love the music i love the mood um it really sold me on the idea of like the whole tour idea like i don't know i was just super into it like you were surprised to see it this high would you put it even lower than one no or, no it no. would have definitely would... been top four for me okay, at okay. the very least it yeah. would have been top four and i do love how at the end of the track how you literally have to go back into the line of everyone else coming forward yeah it's, it's wild. so you know we so haven't seen that since uh since mario kart double dash on the gamecube yeah. so yeah, it's yeah, good yeah. to see them bring that idea back i actually just dragged the real double dash out um into my studio i i like set up a crt tv and put my gamecube <laughs> in here and so i've been playing like the real double dash which is a super trip to do i really um, hope the rest of those maps come back from that game yeah, They're Double Dash so good. Is, is great. Justifiably beloved. So fun. Love that. It's funny. I, I wonder game. what courses will not come back in this whole booster course. I know. It'd be an interesting study. I mean, it leaves me wondering, like, um, what really does come next for the series where it's just like, I, you know, this is the version of, like, everyone is here, right? Like, we're getting, like, mm -hmm. 48 courses. Like, I mean, what do you think? Do you think this means that, like... Maybe, maybe like could, maybe it does mean they are working on nine, and it's just something totally different. You know, I, I know. always thought they were gonna bring back Double Dash because of the whole Switch's. Um, you know, at the beginning of the Switch lifespan, they were very two player, two player, two player. Especially huh. with titles like Snipper Clips and even the, every single Mario Kart trailer, there was never a single person playing it. Because of the Joy-Cons. Yeah, because of the Joy-Cons. Uh -huh. So I always assumed they were gonna bring back like a Double Dash type concept, but we've haven't seen it. So. You know, I'd be into that. I, I don't even think Mario Kart 9 will be on Switch. It's, you know, it's a next generation deal at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess like seeing the presentation of these of these courses, that was my that was my thought as well once we got the 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 announcement that these were coming out. But then like seeing the presentation, I was like because they didn't do that much polish to them. I'm like maybe they just because obviously Nintendo knows that Mario Kart 8 is just this like 
crazy moneymaker for them. And, mm -hmm. you know, let's throw more courses out and people are going to play them and buy them. And yes, we will happily do so. But like, I'm, it didn't, it doesn't seem like it took too many resources to make these, right? Like, so mm -hmm. it's possible that maybe they're just making something completely weird and different. I don't know. I'm an optimist. Yeah, maybe outside of <laughs> at least, you know, like the SNES Game Boy Advance, like that they have to make from the ground up, but everything else they really have. I guess like the base skeleton is there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess time will tell. Um, mm -hmm. but yes, my controversial number one pick potty. I almost did it, Ninja <laughs> hideaway. I really did. I went, I really went back and forth and, um, I just had to kind of follow my heart. I just love like Paris just, just feels great to me. Um, mm -hmm. whereas like Ninja hideaway feels exciting and new. So I don't know. That was, that was what I thought, but you know, listen, as long as toad circuits last, I think it's a good list. Oh, good. I'm glad <laughs> that we see eye to eye on that. Yeah. Even though I like, I like toad circuit. But I do it's, too. It's another basic it. map, you know, yeah, it's, a, it's an introduction. It. I mean, I'm an endless, um, uh, what is it? The, the baby raceway defender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby park. Baby Park, yeah, I'm an yeah, endless Baby I love Park defender. One. I love Baby mm. Park, <laughs> and that's like that's the thing for some of these courses. It's like maybe we tack on a couple of extra laps when they're this short, guys. Like, yeah, that's what I was know? thinking too. But then yeah. again, it's you know Mario Kart's always been three laps. The only one that I don't think is three laps is Baby, Baby Park. Park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the only yeah. one. Can't take yeah. away its specialty. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Otherwise, more people will hate it. Um, I don't. I don't hate Baby Park. I love Baby Park. Me neither. I love that one. Yeah. Everyone I meet seems to hate that one. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Baby Park haters. Baby Park haters. Um, <laughs> if it's any comfort, I don't hate Baby Park. I also have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you also don't have Mario Kart Eight. I generally want imagine babies <laughs> running around in a park, and I'm like, that sounds cute. I don't know why anyone would hate that. It's, it's basically it's an oval with eight laps except yeah. it's a very very small oval so like it's chaos you literally you can go from first place and lap everyone like twice yeah hmm. and are there babies involved um i it's themed around baby mario and baby luigi and there's like yoshi uh, like roller coasters and stuff going on yeah. yeah instead of shells you shoot babies at one another on this particular <laughs> nice. course. that sounds like a human rights yeah. violation that's nice <laughs> horrifying <laughs> such a strange choice yeah <laughs> m for mario okay but marty do you have anything else to wrap it up no, I mean, uh, thanks course. for giving me so much time to talk about it. I, I mean, I, again, like, I feel like I, I, I opened with those caveats about the graphics and I've griped a little bit about the shortness, but I really, my biggest takeaway is that like, it's super fun. More Mario Kart is more Mario Kart. Mm -hmm. I'm stoked for the next eight and I can't wait until they announce them. Yeah. And this is going to go on for the next year or two, right? It's two so. years of Mario Kart. Yeah. Does so it, it'll does... be interesting how they pace all these. Yeah, am I gonna have to make a list for all of these? Have I set myself up for this? <laughs> and then one master list at the end, ranking yes. all forty-eight. One list to rule them all. Oh, Got to get started on the main ones that way. Yeah. You know, put it all together. Yeah, I'm here. What for is it. that? I'm we can't do it. math on the show. What is that? Ninety-six courses. Forty-eight. Um, forty-eight. That is ninety-six. Yes. Yeah. I think None there's 48 in the original. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there was 48 in the original, and there will be 48 new ones, which is so bananas. It's really mm -hmm. wild. Yeah. Good time. I think we're going to wrap it up here, though. And when we come back from a break, I'm trying to think what Cameron would say, <laughs> we're going to roll into another indie game with wheels. That's the best I've got, Campbell. Oh, that's good. <laughs> no, it's not good, actually. I'm so disappointed in you, Mark. I could come up with something better than that. We're what, what, do you, what do you got? What do you got? We're going to rev up over a ramp. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then we'll when, talk about an indie game called mm, The Ramp. The Ramp. Mm -hmm. And Far Changing Tides, of course. We'll yes, talk about that. There's, with there's no way you can make a pun about Far mm -hmm. Changing Tides. Unless you could say that we've gone a far distance talking about Mario Kart. <laughs> and the tides of, of the world are changing to talk about this game anyway. We'll be we'll be we'll right, be right back. back. Yeah, we will. Just cut it off. <laughs>
And we're back. And Campbell, you've been playing, and I've been playing too, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, Jack from Coatsync. We really love that PR guy. I have been playing. He Jack sent from us. Coatsync, yes. <laughs> he sent us uh, the ramp, which has mm -hmm. come to Nintendo Switch. I believe this game is maybe a half decade old by now. It's a very simplistic skater game. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, I am absolutely loving my time with this. And the funny thing about the ramp is that even calling it just a skating game feels like a little bit of an overstatement. Because when you say that something is a game, right, that comes with expectations of it having things like something like scoring systems or achievements or objectives or variety in the gameplay or anything like that. And none of those things are present in the ramp. It is about as minimalistic as you can possibly get. And that's by design. I think the most accurate way to describe the game is what it calls itself. It describes itself as a digital toy. It's just like how you'd have, you know, some sort of like a, a wooden train set or something as a kid. And you could just push the train back and forth on the tracks and that's all you can do with it. Much like that, the ramp is just about where you have these little, you know, isometric uh, skating rinks. You have like, um, just like there's a standard ramp and there is like an empty pool. Uh, there's more of a trickster style ramp. And then there's another one that's a bit like uh, expanded version of that empty pool, really. So like you get those four main maps and you just play around in them. You can do some tricks. You can grind along the sides of the ramp on the railings and you can do some styles. You can, you know, try and build up momentum. And that's really all that you do you know if you end up breaking your back as you often do in racing style or in skateboarding <laughs> games you just automatically respawn back at mm -hmm. the at the corner you have some light hip-hop music going on throughout the uh, or lo-fi hip-hop playing in the background it's just an extraordinarily chill and zen experience you know it yeah just, it's very yeah. minimalistic it has mm -hmm. a very very you know focus it's just on you know like you said being chill it yeah. wants you to relax, and it's literally just keep skateboarding to your heart's content. There's a few maps. I think there's five, if I'm there's correct. There's four, I believe. There's yeah. four, four maps, yeah. and they have a good variety, too. The only thing is I wish there was, like, a bigger map to rest around. I wish there was a bigger map to, you know, mess around with with mm -hmm. more obstacles mm -hmm. because I feel like the ones they give you, obviously, it's intentional. It's a very minimalistic game as is, but I feel like I just wish there was something, like, bigger but what's here is great it's just mm -hmm. it's very relaxing to play yeah i think it's very interesting though to say that i wish that there was something more in this game when that is antithetical to what the game <laughs> is also trying to be you know because uh -huh. like i'm right there well with the mechanics you. the mechanics are great yeah it's it's very well executed yeah, exactly. And, you know, Mark, I'm right there with you in that I have had so much fun playing this game. I would love to have more of it, but that's not what the game is trying to be. It's just trying to be this little, like we've been saying a few times already, extremely minimalistic experience. And there's something to be said about something that's just so focused on doing one thing, and that mm -hmm. one thing is skating. And it does that, uh, or and that's it. <laughs> it does it so, so well, you know? No achievements, no missions, no campaign, just. Not even like multiplayer, no, it's just like a single player put on headphones and just like enjoy messing around in a small little skate park. Yeah, and you know, it's obviously extraordinarily cliche to say that anything is perfect for Switch, but like, come on, this kind of game yeah, is absolutely is perfect games. for yeah. Switch. Like, it's they, one of those things I could see where if I was still like taking a bus or like something like mm -hmm. that, like just yeah, exactly. throw on headphones and just like play for an hour. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, if you have a 30 minute bus ride or something, you just play the game for 30 minutes, you skate around. Or if, you know, what I've done the past few nights is I just, when I crawl into bed at night, I play the ramp for a few minutes and it's just a perfectly Zen relaxing kind of game. It just kind of, it's, it's a very soothing experience, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I've just been really enjoying it for that reason. And I think that it really is interesting considering what this game does and how much it focuses on minimalism. When we do have games that are like, typically you think of like arcade games as the most kind of simplistic as they get, right? You know, something like, you know, where you're a, a, an endless shmup or a beat-em-up or something like that, where it says you have one mm -hmm. objective, you just do that over and over again. This is even simpler than that. It's just so pure, really. And there's really something to be said. And when we have games getting bigger and bigger and bigger and overambitious, you know, beyond control, it's nice to see something that actually has a sense of just knowing what it wants to do 
and doing extremely well. Not to bring up Aztec Forgotten Gods again, but you know, I've been, <laughs> I played some games recently that don't that have their ambitions set too high and don't know what they want to do. So seeing mm-hmm. something that just so elegantly achieves its goals is just really really impressive and this was created by one guy yeah exactly and i should yeah. also add as well it's only like what five bucks on the eShop or six yeah i think it's like four or five bucks yeah so like you can either go and get some sort of you know fancy frappuccino at, at starbucks or you can <laughs> get an endless get source of zen mm-hmm. with the ramp you can get ramped up on this and and this game fits on. perfectly into uh code sync's lineup of recently published mm-hmm. games because they right. have a very minimalistic feel to them yet there's a lot of depth and i really enjoy that with this you know we talked about fogs and cake bash and i feel like all of coat sinks games in general have a very fine focus you know Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely i'm definitely thinking back to cake bash you know just because Mm -hmm. that was a a wonderful little party game that didn't have a ton of content you know but what it but it didn't need it Yeah. yeah exactly it didn't need to have hours and hours of content it let you play as a blueberry muffin beating up other like you know velvet cake you know (laughs) cakes and stuff like that so and that was brilliant you know so much like that the ramp just lets you live the fantasy of being a skateboarder listening to some chill lo-fi beats breaking your neck 15 different times over and over and over again and you're just you're chill and that's really i i don't know if there's really all that much to say about it beyond that you know it's just it's so and i think you can see everything that the game has to offer in less than the amount of time that mark and i have been talking about the game right now we've been talking for seven yeah, minutes probably. you know probably. there are four things it takes you a little bit of time to learn the mechanics but once you do that you can easily see all four different uh maps and that's it but on the topic of something that'll take more than seven minutes, Marty, you've been playing <laughs> Far Changing Tides. Tell us about it. What is it? I Bye. literally don't know like anything about this game. Otherwise, that it looks gorgeous. The trailer. I mean, yeah. I first want to reflect on the fact that I am now intrigued by the ramp. I didn't know anything about it. I'm a fan of skating games, and I will check it out. It sounds really cool. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, Far Changing Tides is the sequel to Far Lone Sales, um, a game from a couple of years ago that uh, comes highly recommended by me and I think probably a lot of other folks. It kind of came out of nowhere. Um, it's a side-scrolling, the Lone Sales and Changing Tides, its sequel, um, are side-scrolling games that are sort of light puzzle puzzle games where you are maintaining a ship basically uh, as it as it progresses through a landscape in lone sails you're kind of in this more like arid desert and uh, and changing tides you're now actually in the opposite you're in a, a big old ocean lone sails really distinguished itself because it had such an interesting pace to it you are maintaining this ship with little interwoven systems they're interlocking you kind of have to go across the map and you know occasionally you'll hit a puzzle you have to forage for fuel you have to figure out how a new little system works and then there are these sort of gorgeous moments where you're just sailing it was it was beautiful it is a beautiful game it is a steadily beautiful game to play it comes highly recommended and i would probably if you can recommend playing lone sales before you play changing tides there's not a strong story but there's a strong mood um you know there's aspects that are kind of like uh, the gameplay of inside or limbo but not as dark a little bit more i don't know emotive pretty but still with this kind of a uh, deep melancholy you're, you're 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 thrust into some kind of a post-apocalyptic world you're like hey what happened here um so yeah changing tides the sequel to lone sales kind of picks up where it left off a lot of the same mechanics are there but now there are more elements that involve the water your ship is a little bit bigger your ship is a little bit more uh complicated full disclosure i i beat loan sales long ago i have not beaten changing tides um but there's much of the same appeal with like a few new tricks um you know like i said the the ship is a little bit more complicated Mm -hmm. um uh you know there's new scenery it's it's also quite beautiful but yeah it's it's in its essence it's a similar thing it's a mixture of like boat maintenance and um scavenging for fuel and puzzles and then like long like a cave like you you're, you're almost rewarded with these stretches where like the music drops out and then you're just like sailing and those are really some of the most rewarding 
moments in the game. Um, so question, is this like a sequel to Lone Sales or it is. is it no, it's, a, a it's, se- it's a full sequel? It's like story sequel. narrative and everything. I mean, the narrative is, is, is light. Um, there's a little bit gotcha. of storytelling, but yes, I, I mean, it feels like it's in the same world and um, yeah, it, it's, it's the same style. Uh, it feels like a sequel for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. were saying that the story is light. Is it like if you were making comparisons to Inside and Limbo? Is it like all you know environmental storytelling, or is there actual like dialogue and you know spoken word in here? Or what's the storytelling like? It's all it's all environmental, and I would say compared to Limbo and Inside, it's actually even lighter. There's more oh, wow. mm-hmm. there's more going on in Inside than in this. I mean, you know, it is there. There are moments and there are moments that I would go so far as to say are touching because of the way that they sort of fuse gameplay with like the motion of the ship. As you move in the game, your ship evolves, it gains new pieces. And as you solve puzzles, you know, there are new things that your ship can do. And I won't even talk about it too much in terms of changing tides because that's part of the fun for sure. I'm pretty far into it. I think I'm close to the end. Um, But yeah, I mean, part of it is really this weird bond that you sort of establish like with the maintenance of the ship which i would say in changing tides actually gets like slightly more annoying than it was in lone sales like lone sales kind of like struck a pretty nice balance of like ship maintenance versus these stretches of of niceness changing tides gets a little bit clunkier there's a little bit of samishness like I don't want to criticize it too much because I think they're both really commendable, excellent, beautiful games. Um, Changing Tides does feel a little bit like more of the same. I was like ever so slightly disappointed that I don't know what I was hoping for. And there's a way in which like Lone Sales was so surprising that I don't know if you could keep iterating on it, but they did. And it's a good game. Um, I don't know. It's a bit, it's a bit of a funny take, but um, I still think it's a worthwhile game to play in there and they're wonderful games, but um, yeah, they're, 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 they're interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds great. It's good. good. (laughs) I mean, I really, you know, I haven't played either game, so there's not much I can really say regarding it but it sounds really good and stylistically they're, just it looks very pleasing the graphics they're they're pretty relaxing they're chill you know uh, they're, they're they're pretty chill games um i think probably their weak spot is their puzzle mechanics um mm-hmm. you, you'll go through a stretch of sort of scavenging for fuel and there's like there's an element of the puzzling that's cool because you're like you're figuring out little systems within the ship and how they work and it'll sort of telegraph them sometimes within a puzzle and then you like apply that to your next leg of the journey and and that's cool but like sometimes the puzzles are just a little too clunky um you're like wait what is that thing there you know and i didn't go so far as to like reach for guides for it but i was i was pretty close in a couple of spots um, I actually think I stopped in a spot where I was like, you know, I am I am not seeing the solution here. And I think that's where I paused. Um, mm. Maybe I'll go back with fresh eyes and I'll figure it out. But I might I might actually reach for a guy to get past it because I was getting a little bit bummed out. But, you know, I mean, it's it's great, though. It's it's beautiful. It's very atmospheric, very charming. Definitely comes recommended if, if that's your vibe, you know. Now, yeah, would you recommend it for people who haven't played the first one? Or do you think rec- this is something where play the first one, then go right into the second one? Honestly, I would recommend playing Lone Sales first. Um, I think Lone Sales, the, my gut is that it's like a, like I liked it slightly better just because it was so surprising. Um, and that doesn't mean that don't play Changing Tides. Um, but I mean, I guess if you went right, but I also think that that said, like you could play Changing Tides and it wouldn't matter like the game tells you everything you need gotcha. to know within itself so it's it's you're not going to feel lost it's not yeah it's not like uncharted or something it's just like you're just going left to right and being a cute little boat captain who dives around and uses suitcases as fuel like it's very charming mm-hmm. that sounds great yeah it's good yeah, it's i might really actually pick up the first game i was thinking about getting it i had it on my wish list for the eShop for a long time i think rick was actually the one who recommended it to me yeah i loved the first game it was one of my game of the year contenders that year i loved it oh wow yeah i know that rick wrote a very very enthusiastic article about this game several years ago um and you know i love limbo and inside and games like that so it sounds like from what you're describing it kind of goes for that same vibe so you know i think i'm i'm right here along with mark i'll i'll see if i can pick up uh 
blowing sails at some point. So. It, do, it is not as dark as those games. I would say that. You know? I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, those games yeah. got were a bit on the grim side. You know? In, Inside is one of my favorite games cheer in our lives. <laughs> ever made. Like I, I love, love Inside so much. I, oh, Inside is a masterpiece. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean... Yeah, on the topic of it being dark, I am thinking of the ending scene. But, you know, it's just like oh. how you wouldn't want to spoil Paris being your number one in Mario Kart. I don't want to spoil <laughs> how Inside ends. <laughs> it's funny. Exact Campbell, I was thinking about picking that game up last week on the eShop because oh it was on God. sale for like $2. Oh, no, hey, you not know Inside? what happens? No, I've, I've never played it. Oh, oh, my God. And you still Mark. haven't been spoiled on it, though. No, either. I don't know oh anything my God. about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have said nothing. Uh, wow. We've said okay. nothing. I've I would, said nothing. I, I'll go so if far it's, as to if say it's that good, I'll pick it up. That it's one of the best video game endings ever. Oh, it's opinion. yeah. Uh, I'll you know, be the, sure to pick it up. The the hero just runs around with sunshines and roses. And <laughs> it's a happy ending for all involved. So <laughs> it's extraordinary. It's it really unbelievable. Is. I I'm, will. Well, now knowing that, I hope it's still on sale. I'll check afterwards. That, but that game. I'll, I'll get is it. Just recommended for anyone who loves games. Uh, yeah. Full stop just absolutely a um, total masterpiece from top to bottom yeah. i play it regularly i love it so much it is a masterpiece and just environmental storytelling yeah. and everything just the whole atmosphere i mean limbo is fantastic as well it is. but it is. yeah inside is just a whole other level like unifying you know every single element of what a game can be i think what is so, i wonder what playdead is working on i don't know they've got a new thing uh, coming out yeah i don't know cool. if there's been much information about it i think they've released a few teasers and stuff uh most importantly i don't know if it's coming to switch or not so yeah eventually you know, it will everything hopefully. does everything does <laughs> yes hopefully not a cloud version or anything like that oh my but, goodness yeah. on that happy note yeah on that happy <laughs> note i think i think that wraps up everything unless marty of course unless if you have anything else to say about virtual no no tides. no thanks for giving me the floor to talk about it a little bit again again it comes it comes highly recommended They're, those are great games I, I love them yeah and did you read about this one on site no i haven't but since yeah. i thought it was going to get covered but I'll, I'll i will cover it sometime this month yeah sounds great well on that note i've been your host mark Kalleroff. you can find me on twitter and instagram at the mark Cal. that's mark with a c cal with a k this feels weird saying this before Cameron. <laughs> Up on the website, you can check out my article for Kid Icarus Uprising. I did a, uh, for 10 years celebrating it. I can't believe that game just turned 10. I wow. talk about the story and why I think it's Nintendo's, I don't want to say magnum opus of storytelling, but it's definitely one of the best stories Nintendo has ever had in a game. So you can go check that one out. Uh, soon I'll have up on the website lists for the ranking the mainline Kirby games. I'm hoping that it'll be up this week, but uh, you'll see soon. Campbell, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at CampbellSkill, uppercase CSG. And if you want to see my games writing, you can find all my work over at Goombastomp.com. Got an indie game spotlight that came out recently, along with plenty of other exciting coverage coming out in the next week or so. Can't talk about that stuff just yet, but... We'll see. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> and Marty, thank you as always for coming on our show. We love having you on every single time, whether it's, you know, Mario Kart, Animal Crossing. I'm sure we'll uh, talk about the next lineup of Booster Course Pass tracks very soon. <laughs> yeah, I, I love being y'all's uh, Mario Kart and Animal Crossing correspondent. Thanks for having <laughs> me. Um, yeah, you can find me, um, well, when, you know, the most relevant place for my writing uh, about video games is, of course, Goomba Stomp. Um, my, my name is Marty, and you put the word stuff after it, and that's how you find me on Instagram and Twitter, and it's also martystuff.com for my other work as, a, as an artist. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks so much. It's always so fun to be here with you guys. Of course. I'm sure we'll have you on again really soon. I wonder, like I said, I wonder when the next uh, wave of courses will be out. But we'll probably have you on again for it. Great. I'm here for it. And of course, you could always find N-Express Nintendo Podcasts on Spotify, Podbean, all your favorite services. Of course, if you go rate us, we appreciate it. Campbell's begging. Campbell, if you'd like to say anything about that. Please rate us. (laughs) Please. I'm begging you. I'm starving on the street until you give us five stars on Spotify. <laughs> we're, we're holding them captive. We're not paying them until the five-star ratings come in. I mean, the of reason course, Cameron isn't hosting the show is because he's been behind me this whole time with the gun in my head. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway. And of course, check out GrimmaStomp.com. <laughs> we'll be back next week, and we'll catch you next time.